Hey, and welcome to Positive Call Practice with Lucifer. Listen, I'm giving a shout out to a couple of places. Um, Babe Gang Patch. I just got a beautiful uh, cross, Leviathan cross sent to me from them. Beautiful. It is so well made. I'm going to put this shit on the back of my jacket. And everybody's going to ask me what the fuck that means because a lot of people still don't know what that is. And I just like to see their face when I tell them it's a Luciferian cross. And then they just pull away from me. Um, Also, Modern Druid. Modern Druid in Nyack, New York is a store there. Beautiful store. Has a men's section. uh, And then a beautiful tarot card section. um, Oils. All sorts of great things. You can order all this online. And, you know, do it. Shop online. ModernDruid.com. And then Babe Gang Patches. Uh, I believe she's out of Massachusetts. So that's, I'm just saying that, man. Uh, what else do I, oh, I'm, I'm online. I've, I've been, and, you know, you're probably like, ah, oh, Lucifer, you're so behind on shit. But I did pick up a book because I do read a lot of nonfiction. So I, I picked up a book. Sometimes I just want to read something fun, right? Uh, called Kingdom of the Wicked. One second. Kingdom of the Wicked by Carrie Meniscalco. Okay, not everything is correct in here. Okay, or like, you know, there's some, of course, when you're in the occult and in witchcraft, you kind of see, okay, well, that really doesn't, okay, that really doesn't go with that, but that's cool. Kingdom of the Wicked. The shit grabbed me, and I've been reading the fuck out of it. It's so fun. It's amazing. She's a great, great writer. And this is the first time I've found her. Um, so you're, and you're probably saying you're so behind, but. I guess there's a lot of books. I guess James Patterson, who's an author, famous author, um, I guess promotes her. And you should check it out. It's on my Instagram. If you're not on my Instagram, shame on you. So find me. Friend me. Look at my stuff. Um, that's it. What is the deal, people, with our with our Instagrams? Well, like, one thing is I know is about witches and people in the call. We love to just put up uh, quotes. Or funny, funny things. It's, it's, I mean, I don't mind and I think they're funny, but it's like one page will look exactly like another page. And then I'll get confused. Wait a minute. Whose page is this? And then I have to look. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, let's, and then we, we all love to share things like, Ooh, let's share that. And, you know, I'll share it from another witch or you share it from another pagan or something. You're like, that's so fucking funny. And then you, you know. I got caught up also in this fucking macaroni and chicken strips uh, thing. <laughs> I was like watching just, I don't know, look up chick. If you never saw the macaroni and chicken strips and then they go, ah, uh, you know, it's fucking funny as shit. The funniest one I ever saw was a chameleon one. I mean, there's a couple chameleon ones, but this one was fucking hysterical. I don't know why I'm just wasting brain cells on it, but it was pretty funny. I don't know why I'm even bringing it up. But anyways, so check out that book. Um, Birth of the Fae, Danielle's book, I think just came out on, um, I think it might be on Amazon and everything already. Check that out if you've read her first book. Carrie uh, Maniscalco, I'm going to really try and like get her on the show, man. I mean... Listen, I got to shoot big. She's probably like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, but I'm going to try and shoot big. I go for things, man. 
that's the thing about being Luciferian too. You go for it. You got to make, you know, big moves, right? There's a saying, kings make king moves, right? Queens make queen moves. We make these big moves, man. We don't, we, we ain't making all that moves, right? <sighs> I think I said all right about three times, 30 times in there. I know. <laughs> so anyways, enjoy this show is on warlock it's not a lot of information it's kind of more of my opinion and enjoy it though and if you have any feedback always you can hit me up on p-i-n-o-y 3045 at protonmail.com also i'm putting out the new meditation tonight i know it's been like two or three weeks yes i know i know some of you are pissed off but you should be doing your other ones first and get those done really good okay well enjoy the show And welcome to Positive Call Practice with me, Lucifer. How is everybody today? I hope everybody is doing really well. It is um, 1-13-2022. And I am super late on this podcast to get it out. Like, really late. It's really embarrassing. Uh, I actually went and was doing studies and created a podcast... And I was really, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I feel like I already did a something on Luciferianism before. And I wanted to do something that is a little bit more closer. I get, well, I'm not going to say Luciferianism. Let's say something I've been studying about um, that has caught my interest. Uh, and it's something that's, I don't think it's that controversial. It's controversial because of either ignorance or people being afraid to move in a general direction of a term. And I, I don't like, I guess, labeling things all the time, but um, we're going to actually go into using the term warlock. Now, I've been calling myself a witch for a very long time. Um, and then I started, I started studying the term warlock a long time ago. And sometimes you got to look what you're reading. And when I really started, I guess, looking into it before, there was a lot of negative connotations to it. And just, I don't know, through my own studies and also the universe and the spirit world talking to me and always pushing me in different directions to learn more, learn more. Um, it kept hitting me with this term warlock and I guess I want to do it justice a little bit today. So, and, and I think that it's a term that can be used appropriately and used, uh, just like if you want to call yourself a Satanist, if you always, when you want to call yourself a pagan or a witch, I don't think it's anybody's, um, business and what you want to call yourself. Just like the term mage, which I done some studies on that, but not even that much. But believe me, the term warlock isn't even it. There's not a lot of material on it. There's probably material in books separately. But if you look on the Internet, if you look on, you're going to get some hodgepodge just kind of like where war, you know, it, it's people's really opinions. So I wanted to do some just a little historical study 
of it and just and to find out where this term warlock comes from and where has, did it take a wrong turn um back in the day they did use the term warlock for male witch uh and i don't think there's anything wrong with it and i think like certain words or certain sayings or certain things not that they become outdated but somebody throws something in there and says hey that's something we shouldn't use or something that should be used and then suddenly somebody everybody goes against it or with it and without really having any type of deep introspective on the term or the content of it so i'm going to go over just a little bit of it i guess the interpretations of it of the term and uh, we're gonna go from there and then you know if you're a male witch if you want to use the term warlock and you can determine what we're going to talk about today um so there are a lot of pagans that would say that it's an actual norse term warlock and there are some that say it actually comes from the scottish term i think i mean if you look at any type of historical context of how the saxons invaded uh great britain and the romans and all these different i mean europe is like one big conglomeration of everything like if you learn about celtic history and you're talking about celtic history is all the way into france all the way across europe not just in ireland and all over so celtic is a broad range of stuff it's just like i think with different terms uh, they are going to be spread out because when one, uh, let's say, society conquers another society, they usually don't. Uh, if you read your history and you know your history, a lot of them don't just, ah, we're going to throw out all these, these people that we've conquered um, beliefs. And usually what happens, they take a lot of their beliefs. Uh, believe it or not, the, conquered society, the conquering society will usually take the other one's beliefs and mix it into theirs or take theirs completely if you ever read some history on it, it's really interesting it's actually some I, I don't have any references in the sense of that i watched a lot of great things on youtube and didn't research myself because i'm i am a history kind of buff i do love it so when i started doing research on the term warlock it really interested me so i'm going to read a couple little things here um so let's see here okay so I, I just got a few references from even the internet and, and some books. So um, there's one variation which is allegedly to be to be a translation of a Saxon word, warlago, which means oathbreaker. Naturally, nobody wants to be called an oathbreaker. So folks tend to get up in arms about the use of word warlock. Um, consequently, consequentially, uh, a lot of Wic uh, Wiccans and Pagans tend to distance themselves from the word. Now, if you know the, there is some history on this with Oathbreaker. Oathbreaker was actually when the Christians uh, used to try to convert pagans and witches and everything else. Um, they gave them the term Oathbreaker. Uh, as you know, as pagans, we're not oath takers. We don't really take an oath. We may take... Um, I guess you would say a we dedicate ourselves, but we don't really create an oath, right? Um, so really, it's kind of re a reverse thing, I think. I think if, when the Christians 
converted some people. Some people went back to paganism, probably, in which there is a lot of historical facts that people have done that. And that would probably be what they're referring to, because there's no really deep knowledge on that why Oathbreaker was put in there. Uh, so I would I would think it, I from what I understand, what I've kind of studied, it's kind of the reverse. The Oathbreakers actually they're turning their back toward Christianity, and that's why they become Oathbreaker. And I think when Wiccans and Pagans probably over the years years ago, um, you know, some people. They want to like stop a term for some reason and want everybody to join the sheep, you know, and be like, hey, you got to this is a bad term and you shouldn't use it, but not really doing the historical probably studies on it. Um, let's see. So in the book of uh, Navy Sea of Witchcraft by Doreen Valente, in which obviously she was, if you know any history, it's um, she's. Uh, she does a lot of Scottish traditional witchcraft, and she has been obviously associated with Wicca. Um, but she states that the word is of Scottish origins, but goes no further further in her explanation. And other writers have said that the term was originally used in Scotland to mean cunning man or male witch. And it has actually changed to have negative connotations after a while. But what's a negative connotation? Okay, so that has to be the question. Which is a negative connotation to a Christian, 90% of them, right? Which has always been a negative connotation ever since they tried to burn every one of us and actually burn innocent people to death. And um, I, it, it's, it's, a, it's a term that, like, if you, the devil, Lucifer, Satan, always negative connotations because when you have a very Abrahamic, uh, religion has been pushed on to the majority of people nowadays, I guess from the past, I'm not just talking about now, but I'm talking about in general, and Christianity is the biggest religion in the world next to Islam and then Buddhism. Um, of course, they're the majority. So anybody that goes against, I mean, when the church said witches should burn, right? And warlocks are oath breakers, and anybody else that goes against the word of God is a Satanist or goes in that general direction. I'm sure some of you know the, you know, the metal bands of the 80s being, being listed as Satanists. And, you know, and, and then a lot of them just said, fuck it, we're going to just do that for um, because the kids love it, you know. And there's some that are legitimate ones, I'm sure. But it was a good, good rebellious, I guess, like look for their music. But the term warlock, of course, it's going to be termed as something bad because so was witch and so was everything that had to do with any type of the occult. Um, let's see. So I'm just looking at some of my notes here. Um, so I guess in the in in, in I guess in North mythology, uh, one of the poetic edas, uh, the saga of Eric the Red. A sacred song called uh i'm gonna not i don't I can't pronounce this correct i mean this is my roots um i should know this vardo locar uh i'm gonna say vardo locar <laughs> butchering the shit out of it um is sung a uh is a is a song that's to ward off evil spirits during a religious ceremony and the idea is that vardo locar was as applied to a person is a spell singer rather than a liar or an oath breaker 
included as a part of the practice of Seder. Um, interesting. And it says it was um, this, I guess the song was chanted not only to keep away evil spirits at bay, but also to take the singer into a trance-like state for the purpose of prophesizing. Interesting. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, man, singing into a trance. I've done that before. Might have been on on um, might have been on the little uh, mushrooms or something, but I've definitely done that before. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, I mean, I can see that that word is very. It looks similar, of course, obviously to warlock. And as you know, all these different terms and words get changed so many times. I mean, even the word witch, like where did that come from? And there's historical things behind it. And I'm sure back in the day, our ancestors not everybody was called witch. Right? They're called many different things. Same things with, with pagans and shamans. And, you know, was a pagan called a pagan? I mean, when did that eventually come into... Is, is the word pagan actually a Christian term to, to label somebody who is not a Christian? So is it a bad connotation? I'm sure to them it is. I'm sure to a lot of people, pagans are... It's a bad connotation. Obviously it is. It, it means somebody who's a heretic as most occultists are considered so these terms are like i think i think for my own personal um belief and study of, of it the, the the very little information that is on it i i think i i, I like the i like the term warlock and i think there's been a lot of men that are starting to embrace it and just like the term witch has been embraced by a lot of women and because it's to bring it back the the positive and to bring to re bring it a, a revival back to really what it was instead of being crapped on um by the christians so long to destroy the name of witch and create it as a bad word and connotation to a bad person where i guess warlock meaning cunning man or a male witch and eventually making it into something worse, worse as an oath breaker. Listen, anything to make somebody look bad. I mean, that's what we do, right? And we do that as humans. We do that as organizations. We do that as, uh, and we may not do that out outwardly, but we do it in our brains. We lump people together and then label them something or take away a label that is something that's very positive to them and create it as being something negative. I mean, I think we've seen that in, in all parts of history concerning race, uh, uh, religions, and everything. And listen, I want to explain that I don't blame all the Christians for that. Because obviously it wasn't them that started it. Uh, it started from the church itself and went down. And uh, I don't, I don't want to be a, a person that's totally shitting on Christianity because... There are brothers and sisters who are Christians and still can be witches, etc. And there are still Gnostic Christians, and I would I would say you know very. And there's Kabbalah, Judaism. There is Sufi, Islam, which are very mystical and spiritual, um, almost left hand paths. We're really working on yourself. 
but even even those right like if you take kabbalah or especially sufism a lot of muslims do not like sufism okay because they don't like the term they don't so they what do they do they're going to take the term of sufi and run into the ground they're going to take the term you know mystic christian or charismatic catholicism and run it to the ground because it's totally going away from the norm and from the sheep right so i don't want to say i'm totally shitting on the christian I'm, I'm i guess i would be shitting on the principle of it and the damage is done to i guess the occult and the, the witches the path and the warlock's path and the pagan's path um to uh to to, to spread their word and uh, instead of just making it a choice for people to be who they want to be they just had to force it and you know and you know we had many things over history to uh kill pagans and witches and warlocks and give everybody bad names i mean that's one of the ways you divide and put a label on somebody to destroy who they are and what they are but it's nice to see a revival so that's why I went over when to go over Warlock a little bit. I think, just give my own personal, this is more of a personal, this is obviously a personal opinion. If you don't like the term Warlock, if it offends you so much, maybe you should look deep down why. And understand that maybe just somebody told you you think it is. You know, like one of my uh, things I read that it was of the dark arts. Okay, right there, you can tell right there. Uh, it's somebody who doesn't understand that the dark arts and the, um, I guess you would say the, the white arts, right? <laughs> you know, the, this, the other side of witchcraft is like separate, right? So white witchcraft and dark witchcraft, they're the same. And we've said that before, if you listen to my podcast, it's all a yin and yang, and it has to be balanced. If you don't have a balance in your life with your practice, it doesn't work as well. Sorry, that's just my opinion, and it that's what witchcraft is about. You have to have balance. There's light and day, same thing. And then when you sit there and you're going to judge people by a name that they feel comfortable with, and they use their practice and call them an oath breaker, or say they're of the dark arts, I mean, I know, I don't give a shit what people think myself about me or what I do, but you should respect people, what they want to be called. And if a male wants to be called witch, which I've seen that term, and I've seen people um, get upset that a male uses the term witch, well, there's, there's no female or male part of that. It's witch. And if somebody wants to use Warlock, they can. And there's some people who probably want to use Warlock because they want to be termed more as a male witch. And some people probably take offense of that. But too fucking bad. People are, are, are who they want to be. And if that's what they want to be, and if that's what they want to be called, then let it, let it be so. Anyways, that's my own personal opinion. And I hope you got a little bit out of that. So this is going to be a short one today. And then, actually, we're doing some podcasting this weekend. Me and Morgana from Modern Druid, we're going to do an interview with her. So, I hope you'll enjoy that. And I'm going to drop a meditation right after I'm done with this. So, both of them are to go right out. Okay? 
Anyways, if you want to do your own research on the Warlock or Warlock term, do it yourself. And uh, there's not much material, like I said, but you might find something. If you find something, send me an email and help me out learn more also. Okay? Uh, okay, so I think that's it. So Infernal Blessings and have a great night.